Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I hope and trust that you are all well. Before I get started, I would like to give a special shout-out to the Patreon members. Tavia S., Victoria Dyer, Tina Mead, Nancy Wallace, Mana Ash, Interscare Wipey, Felicia Scott, Cindy Cleveland, House of Jen, and the rest are right here on the screen. Thank you all so much for being a part of the new membership. If you would like to become a member of Back to Ashes right here on YouTube or become a Patreon member or would like to support me as a content creator and buy me a coffee, all of that information can be found in the description below. Please don't forget, I am taking your true stories as I myself would love to make a video reading your true stories for the Back to Ashes channel. If you would like to submit your own personal scary story, paranormal story, creepy encounter, whatever have you, Please email that over to phoenixfirenarrations at gmail.com. With all of that being said, it is time to go back to ashes. For when we arise from the ashes, we are a bigger, brighter, stronger, and happier person in the morning. Sit back, relax, kick back, grab a snack, or tuck in and get warm, and prepare for this dose of vocal melatonin entitled True Sleep Paralysis and the Paranormal Stories. Right after this intro, there will be an ad. I'll read the first story. There'll be another ad. After that, there will be no more ads within this video. As I have read on my live, some of you may not have heard it, but at the very end of this video, I will include, once again, my true sleep paralysis story entitled The Shadow Man. It'll be at the very end of this video. One night, I was going to sleep, and all of a sudden, I start sweating profusely. I try to get up and turn on the AC, and I could not move from my bed. I was confused and a bit scared. I tried to shout out to my sister in the next room over. I couldn't talk either. At this point is when I saw a dark figure in the corner watching me. It felt like years until the silence broke. It muttered in a distorted voice, You are not safe. At this point, I could hear my heart pounding like it was in my ears. Next thing I knew, the figure moved across the room and to the foot of my bed. It stared into my soul, and then I could move again. I was soaked in sweat, and that night I did not sleep. To this day, 
that I've never had sleep paralysis after that. And I still wonder, am I really safe? I've never had it before or since, but about a year ago, I woke up bright-eyed in the middle of the night. I was on my side, facing my husband and the closet on the other side. For a clearer picture, we had taken down the closet doors when we moved in, since we hated bifold doors and just hung a curtain that's always drawn aside. We have two long hang bars for clothes all the way across the double closet. One across the top for his and midway down across for my clothes. When I woke up, I was already staring at a spot about midway. There was this scaly black demon with red eyes perched on my hang bar while holding on with one arm to the top bar where his head reached up between two jackets. He just sat there staring at me with his mouth open and very slowly started moving and creeping down the length of the closet, like he was moving towards my husband. I couldn't do anything except watch with my heart pounding in my ears. I must have snapped out of it at some point because I blinked and it was gone. I could finally move and worked up the courage to get up and move over to the closet. I didn't see anything out of the ordinary, of course. I didn't want to close the curtains. I guess because I figured if it came back, it was better to see it moving instead of wondering if something was watching behind a curtain. I still think it was sleep paralysis. No idea why, but damn it freaked me out for a few good nights. I lived in an apartment complex for seven years, middle to high school, and experienced a whole lot of weird stuff, many with witnesses, but the most unnerving was this. I was laying in bed just getting comfy. I was rolled onto my side facing the wall when I felt someone sit on the bed behind me. I thought maybe my mom came in and I turned to look, but there was no one there. I could still feel the dip in the bed. The door was closed. The light was off. I was totally alone. I was freaked out, so I rolled over and stared at the wall, trying to get the courage to reach over and turn the lamp on. Well, suddenly, I feel whatever was sitting there lay down and put an arm around me. I felt the pressure of an arm on my side, I felt the dip of weight behind me. I was too scared to move at that point, since I didn't want to run around and see what was there. Eventually, I fell asleep. Nothing stranger than usual in the morning. I have quite a few of these stories, but this one in particular still creeps me out to this day. Before I moved states and I was about 12, I was having a sleepover with one of my friends. At the time, 
It happened my parents were getting us something to eat, and my brother was over at his friend's house. We were all in the living room just talking. It was close to being dark. When we felt like we were floating, but we weren't, but it felt like we were, then all of a sudden we heard something brushing on the window blinds. The window where it happened was across from us and we saw the blinds moving a bit. We went in my room and waited for my parents to get home, but that wasn't where it stopped. That night, my friend woke up all of a sudden and she said she felt like someone was staring at her. She said that she saw this tall, dark figure by my door, which was closed, but it was now open. She also saw a little black figure standing by me, but it was staring at my TV. When she told me this the next morning, I didn't want to believe it and told her it could have been a dream. But the look she gave me was pure fear, which is rare since her and I don't get scared often. After that, I was kind of scared to be in my own room at night, but when nothing else happened, I just brushed it off. I still wonder if she really was dreaming or if she really saw something that night in my room. I've decided to share this funny yet disturbing sleep paralysis story with you all. Usually, I'll get it during the day during a nap if I'm on my back, and usually it's one of four things. One, an invisible entity trying to choke me and drag me around the room, up to the ceiling especially. Two, an invisible entity trying to sexually assault me. Three, just a general falling, flying sensation and sometimes it'll even seem like I'm going through walls or the floor, like I pulled an Ant-Man and went subatomic or some shit. The fourth kind is where it seems like there are people around, whether strangers or friends or my S.O. Like, it'll be just me home alone, and it'll happen, and I'll just hear the sounds of my S.O. come home, clear his throat, kick off his shoes, sit in his unbearable squeaky desk chair, or it'll sound like strangers maybe walked in and are talking around me, but I can't make out what they're actually saying. One day, I'm in the bedroom napping, and sleep paralysis happens. This time, it sounds like there's a bunch of people walking back and forth outside the bedroom windows, but I can't make out any of what's being said. I'm trying to move, trying to hear the voices better, trying to just snap the hell out of it, but not having any luck. And then, one male voice comes in clear as a bell and just says, Poop. That broke the spell and I woke up laughing my damn ass off at the singular word. 10 out of 10 sleep paralysis experience. Would gladly do that again over all the other kinds. When I was younger, I used to get sick a lot. Strep throat and ear infections often bring about very high fevers. High fevers lend themselves to hallucinations. My mother was no stranger to me spinning wild fantasies while lost in these dark reveries. 
I once told her I ate glass and was absolutely convinced that it was true. So much so that my mother started to believe me. Anyway, I was 11 or 12 years old and on vacation with my family in Hawaii. Naturally, because I'm always the party downer, I develop a terrible ear infection, complete with a dangerously high fever. Hallucinations struck at about midnight, when I woke up probably from the pain in my ear. I was sleeping on a convertible couch in the front room area of this little grass house and saw through the sliding glass door an elderly woman rocking in a rocking chair on the porch. She was shrouded in a dark cloak so that I couldn't see any of her features, but I still knew it was an elderly woman. She slowly stopped rocking and turned to face me directly and then reached a skeletal hand up to lower the hood of her robes. As the moonlight revealed her features to me, the idea of an elderly visage melted into the bared bone of a skull. Her eye sockets were empty, but I still knew that she was staring straight at me. I'm not sure how a skull grins, but she did it in that moment. Then she stood up, collected her scythe, and stalked off the porch. I looked out of the living room window that my bed was situated under to watch her stand a little ways away and watch a procession of people make their way down the beach. As the party of people drew closer, I saw that they were carrying a casket. A little boy was trailing behind the procession, looking blue. The casket was set beneath my window by the group of people and the lid was opened to reveal the same little boy that I'd seen. He was following his own funeral. It was in that fever-riddled moment that I understood I was going to die someday. Thinking about what I saw that night still leaves me with a ball of fear spinning wildly in my abdomen. Seventeen years later, and that memory turns me right back into a terrified little girl. This will probably never see the light of day, but it. it'll feel good to write it down and actually tell somebody. I am a skeptic in general and don't buy into any paranormal mumbo jumbo. Something happened to me in college, though, that I can't explain. And it is so f***ing weird that I make it a point to remind myself a few times a year that it actually did in fact happen. I'm afraid that I'll forget that it really happened and eventually convince myself that I just don't remember it correctly. In any case, here's how it went down. I was sleeping over at my girlfriend's house and for a few nights I had been having a similar nightmare. The fact that I was having nightmares was in and of itself odd. I rarely remembered my dreams at that point in my life, but suddenly... I was having them all the time. The dreams themselves were terrifying. I don't remember all the details, but I clearly remember the source of my fear. It was a very tall, spindly figure with thin arms and legs and the head of a dog. It looked kind of like an Egyptian Anubis. 
I remember that it would sort of dance towards me in my dreams, with its arms waving wildly above its head. Almost like one of those fucking air-driven advertisements that they put in front of car lots to get your attention as you drive by. Sounds crazy when I type it, but it was scary enough that it still fills me with a sense of dread when I think about it 15 years later. All of that is explainable. Until this one night. I was having a dream again and woke up right around the time I usually did. Only this time, I awoke not just with residual terror, but also with an overwhelming sense that something was very wrong and I was in imminent danger. I looked over at my girlfriend just in time to see her eye snap open. We look at each other and we just know. Get out. We flip on the lights. Here's where I begin to doubt myself and have to constantly remind myself, yes, that did happen. And freeze. All around the room are my girlfriend's hats. There's one on the lamp, a few on the floor, one on the exercise bike, one on the desk. When we went to sleep, they were all in a box. We stood there a moment in shock all the while inside my head. I am still hearing, get out, get out, get out. We didn't say a word. We just looked at each other, both white as a sheet, turned and got the fuck out of her apartment, not even pausing to put on shoes. We didn't sleep over there again. I never had that dream again. To this day, I have no idea what the fuck to think of that. But I don't want to forget it, either. I have heaps of stories, but my 9-11 experience was probably the freakiest. I'm in Australia, and I was at a karaoke bar late at night with co-workers. Someone mentioned that a plane had crashed into a building in New York. But... Everyone in the bar assumed it was a small plane, or weren't that concerned because they were drunk and having fun. But I saw it in my mind, like I was experiencing the perspective of being a passenger on a large plane heading right towards a huge building. I felt the deliberate nature of the event. I lost my shit. I said to one coworker, Thousands of people are dead. This was deliberate, and it will change the world forever. I then passed out, and she took me back to her place. We were really drunk, so both of us went right to sleep. In the morning, my coworker came into the room I was sleeping in, and she looked like she had seen a ghost. You were right. Thousands of people are dead, and it was a terrorist attack. How did you know? And that was the end of the friendship that had been building between us. I freaked her out too much. Not only that, in the months leading up to 9-11, I had heaps of dreams about planes exploding in a bright blue sky. Those dreams stopped after 9-11. I've had quite a few dreams that predicted the future or gave me information about something happening in the recent past or present before others knew. I don't believe in God, but it's really hard for me to deny the supernatural. 
I suppose it is like other things we don't really understand. One day, science might be able to confirm and explain this sort of thing. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night, ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I don't believe in ghosts or paranormal connections and shit, but this one really baffles me to this day. Happened a couple of years back and I still can't forget it. Warning, this story is kind of a downer. Also, sorry that it's long, but this is about as condensed as I could get it. Most of my friends have had trouble with substance abuse throughout their lives. Just the crowd I hung around with, I guess. Around the time of this story, one of my closest friends was clean off H for the longest they had ever been. A couple of months, but still fantastic progress for him. And things were looking good. We were hanging out one day, and he gave me some great news. Since middle school, he and his mom had been fighting for a medical malpractice lawsuit that happened to him when he was younger. And they won. He got something like ten dollars to $15,000 out of the deal. So most of what we talked about that day was just how he was going to buy his mom something nice and how he was going to use that money to finally go to college. I honestly hadn't seen him that happy in years, and it was fantastic. A day or two later, I was sleeping like normal when all of a sudden I woke up at around 1 in the morning. I felt great. In fact, I felt absolutely euphoric. I felt like I was laying in the sun on the most beautiful summer's day in a puddle of a thousand puppies, and that was just the first second. The next second was exactly that, but times a thousand, and then the next second, it was times a thousand as well. Within moments, however, I went from, this is pretty nice, to... Oh shit, something is seriously wrong before blacking out. All of a sudden, I was walking down the stairs to my friend's basement. It was absolutely destroyed with shit thrown everywhere and empty bottles and syringes laying around. He was sitting there waiting for me on the couch with tears in his eyes. He just kept repeating that he was sorry and that he didn't want to hurt anyone. He said the money didn't last him long and he's back to being his broke-ass self. That he was sorry for bringing me there. And that he just needed to say goodbye to someone. 
before finally saying goodbye to me and everything fading out in another wave of euphoria. Me being logical to a fault and pretty straightforward, I woke up the next morning thinking, damn, what a weird dream, but not much else of it. I wrote it down in a dream journal I was doing at that time and completely forgot about it. Ended up going to work in class like normal. Then, a couple hours later, my friend's mom called. She called me to break the news that my friend had passed away that night. You guessed it, overdose. It wasn't until a couple of months later when another friend of mine, also an ex-addict, was trying to console me by telling me how he went out with no pain and how it was probably the best way to go when things started to get really weird. He started to explain to me what an overdose actually feels like, the overwhelming euphoria, and how it's impossible to explain to someone who's never experienced it before. It was then that what he was describing started to sound really familiar, and I went to my phone, opened my dream journal, and started reading the entry from a couple months back to him out loud. He pretty much said, Yeah, exactly that. Where'd you get that story? And I told him the whole thing. Both of us were at a loss for words, and I still am. As I said, I don't believe in this stuff, and if someone told me this story, I would say they were high as But it's a memory that I will never forget. I used to get sleep paralysis a lot. One night, I had a lucid dream. It started out that I was at work and I had super strength. I had dreams like this before and usually no one cared that I had superpowers. This time, everyone was admiring me and making me feel like a real hero. I got hurt on the job, so I had to go see the boss. At first, I was talking to the boss and things seemed normal. General questions about the injury and stuff. Then he asked me, What do you think about the powers I've given you? And his face looked off somehow. Just wrong. At this point, I realized I was dreaming, but I couldn't get out of it. Or rather, I didn't wake up. It just kept going while he started offering me more power if I wanted it. I don't know how to explain it, but... I didn't feel like this was coming from my subconscious. It felt external, and it felt sinister. Feeling like my soul was in jeopardy, I grabbed him and threw him through this door that appeared. It was a door to the void. I felt like I'd passed a test, and before I could think too much, the secretary at our work came and stood in the doorway. She started praising me for turning down the temptation for power but she just kept getting more and more seductive. Just like before, I felt like this was sinister and out of nowhere, so I threw her through the door as well. In that moment, I snapped awake, breathing heavily and actually feeling proud of some sort of accomplishment. I felt like I'd passed two tests of temptation and, again, feeling proud of it, I was about to tell my girlfriend who was lying beside me. In that moment, I suddenly became paralyzed, 
just like sleep paralysis except I was awake when it hit me. My eyes were open and I was in the same world but outside I could hear terrible things like screaming as people were being attacked and killed. I could visualize basically our world but everything about it was violent and terrifying. Meanwhile, while paralyzed, I could feel something horrible flying towards my window to take me away. By this point, I was actually crying so hard my girlfriend woke up and started shaking me to snap me out of the paralysis. As soon as I got out of it, I held her, crying and telling her what happened. The whole experience made me feel like I'd been challenged with the temptation of power, then lust, and when those had failed, I'd forgotten about the last tool of the devil, so to speak, fear. This all happened the better part of 20 years ago now, and I remember it as clearly as ever. It's worth noting that I have never been a very religious person, and this was the first time I'd ever entertained the idea of being tempted by the devil or whatever. It was one of the most terrifying experiences I've ever been through. On a side note, a year later, Constantine came out in theaters and made me raise an eyebrow at the concept of hell being another dimension similar to Earth. The hell in Constantine was much different than the one I saw in my paralysis, but again, it was the concept that caught my attention in a way that was perhaps more meaningful to me than most. This is probably not nearly as creepy as some of the other stories in the sleep paralysis world, but it still freaks me out and I have no explanation for it. I used to work a graveyard shift, and before I would have to get ready for work, I would take a quick hour or two hour nap. On this particular day, I had a tough time falling asleep, but once I did, I was immediately transported into a dream. During this whole dream, imagine me going through the whole thing with a feeling of utter and complete dread. Just a feeling of knowing that I was not supposed to be doing this or ever seeing this place. I was a boy about the age of 10 or 11. I'm a girl and was 19 at the time. And I was with four other boys. One was my younger brother, about six. And the other three were my friends about my age, if not a bit older. It was late summer at about six at night. It was just starting to get dark out and we were walking through this forested area, one that seemed to be right outside a new housing development. I remember hearing a train nearby and two of the older boys who were leading the way were talking about a tunnel they had found the day before. My little bro and I asked questions, while the third boy remained fairly quiet, while we followed the two older boys. We then came to what I can only describe as like a concrete slab, with what looked like a sewage drain in the center. But there was no smell of sewage, and the surrounding area was cleared out, trees and bushes cut down and removed. We climbed down into the tunnel and were brought into a concrete room with a large drain, about three feet in diameter. 
in the center of the floor and a clean metal grate covering it. It was too dark to see if there was anything in it, but I got the feeling that it had water somewhere at the bottom. Two of the walls parallel to one another were blank, while the other two had tunnels in them, again about three feet in diameter. I cannot express how clean or new everything was about this place. Every drain or tunnel was the same size and was the same height off the ground, about four feet. The walls were perfect angles and had no signs of aging, and the grates and floor, save for a few pine needles we kicked in while climbing down, were spotless. One of the tunnels on the wall had a grate on it, while the other was open. The two older boys climbed up into it and began examining something with a flashlight. It was a rock or gem of some sort. One of them told me to light the lantern we had brought. I lit it and handed it to the quiet friend while I helped my brother climb down into the open space. Suddenly, we heard a humming, like machinery starting up, coming from the open tunnel. The two boys got excited and started to head down the tunnel. My little brother followed, and I tried to get them to slow down. I glanced at my quiet friend, and he shrugged handed me the lantern, and hopped up into the tunnel after them. I looked up out of the drain one last time, with the feeling of knowing that I would never see the sky again. My knowledge was confirmed when the lid to the drain above slammed down above me. Next to the loud clang of metal on metal, I hear the horrified screams of my friends. Then I wake up, sobbing, I still, for the life of me, cannot figure out who the hell I was or where we were. I don't know any names of the people I was with or what happened to us after I woke up. But I remember every other detail. Every once in a while, I'll try to do some Google searching to see if I can find anything about five boys going missing in a forest, and nothing ever comes up. The dream was so vivid and so real that I can't help but feel that maybe I was somehow projected into some little boy's mind and got to watch as he and his friends found something they shouldn't have and perished because of it. I have a few different sleep paralysis demons and one sort of sleep paralysis guardian angel. The demon ones are the usual shadow figure standing over me or by my bedroom door. The worst one was while I was lying on my side with my back to the door and it felt like someone got into bed behind me under the covers and put their arm around my waist. Then... It felt like they were cuddling into me and I could feel breath on my neck. It felt like they cuddled me for about half an hour. All this time, I'm trying not to show that I'm panicking because it feels like I'm getting cuddled by a skeleton with claws. It was only about the second, maybe third time I had sleep paralysis, so I nearly had a heart attack when this thing feels like it's moving in closer to kiss me behind the ear. Worst of all, it whispered, Not yet. You're not ready yet. 
I'll come back when you are. To me, it sounded disappointed and excited. It felt like it was silently telling me it meant that it was coming back when I was about to die. Scared the f***ing shit out of me. My sleep paralysis guardian, Angel, was a weird experience. I'd been getting sleep paralysis on and off for about 18 months by this point, so I could usually tell straight away when it was happening. At first, I thought it was the usual demon things beside my bed, but when I looked properly, I realized I could clearly see a man kneeling next to my bed, smiling at me. It wasn't a creepy smile, more like a parent coming in to check on their kid. He looked like he was dressed in a 50s-style suit and hat. He didn't say anything, although I got the sense he was letting me know everything was alright, and he'd look after me from then on out. Before I learned to cope with it, I've seen quite a few awful things. Horror films don't really do anything for me anymore because I've already seen the most terrifying things I already could. Here's a few things I remember off the top of my head. A little girl in the corner of my room staring at me. Then, without notice, she shrieks and runs up and starts choking me. A large dark figure, kind of a human silhouette, emerging from the foot of my bed and staring down at me. Something banging and scraping on my bedroom door. I keep it locked at night because I have had ones where it opens by itself. Side note, no, the door isn't open when I wake up. It only opens in the dream. My bedroom door opening by itself, followed by dark figures coming into my room. The earliest one I can remember is with my mother in the room and she's sitting on my bed. Her face morphs into a demon-like thing and there's many others. The worst thing is when you try to fight or call for help. Your voice doesn't work and your body will not respond. You just feel helpless. Ugh, I need to stop trying to remember these things. I'm getting chills. One night, I was trying to fall asleep. My arm fell through the bed. Obviously, my physical arm was still laying on the bed. Usually when this happens, I just pick my arm up, but this time I got curious. How long would it last? So, I started waving my arm around, and my shoulders slipped through. This was new and exciting. I moved my fingers around, swung my arm around some more, and got bold. I consciously attempted to push my head through the bed. It worked. But what I saw was nothing. I don't mean I couldn't see, but it was as if something was in fact nothing in this place. I must sound totally bonkers right now. I could feel, though, that there was something farther away. My fear being exactly zero at this point and my curiosity impossible to control... I threw caution to the wind and tried to reach out as far as I could for whatever it was I could fill out there. Big mistake. My leg slipped, the rest of my torso slipped, my other arm slipped, 
and my hips started to fall in. At the very last moment, when my left leg was all that was attached and it was about to go, I realized somehow that what I was reaching for was not a thing I wanted to interact with. There was fear of an intensity equal to my rage during sleep paralysis. Fear like I've never experienced. At this point, I tried to pull back, but there was nothing I could do. I tried to swing my leg back up to smash into my body, but it was stretched down, like being pulled into a void. My other knee slipped, nothing but my foot, ankle down, and part of my left hip holding me up at this point. I was pretty sure I was about to be gone, whatever that means. Just at that last second, something reached in, grabbed my shoulder, and yanked me back up. Like it was nothing. I can't really explain this properly either. The hand felt solid, powerful, like I was in its natural habitat. It pulled me back up with all the difficulty of lifting a cotton ball. I slammed back into my body with a feeling of finality, as if to say, no way in hell am I going to let you fall into that. One night, I woke up to what I thought was the sound of footsteps in my hallway. I was laying on my back, which immediately made me confused and a bit nervous because I never sleep on my back. I tried to turn my head to see where the sound was coming from, but I couldn't move at all. The panic set in, and I heard the source of the footsteps come into my room. Now, although I could not see the figure, I knew it was a home invader. I could feel him standing on the opposite side of my bed, silently staring down on me. He had some sort of weapon in his right hand. I believe it was a knife. I swear my heart has never dropped and raced like that in my entire life. I just kept trying and trying to move or scream, but I was frozen in place. It felt like hours. I heard footsteps coming up the stairs of the attic, which ends up right beside my bed. I couldn't see anyone coming up, though. Suddenly, I realized I saw something in the corner of my peripheral vision, and I could hear it breathing. When I slowly rolled my eyes to the side, I saw the small head of a white-faced troll grinning and staring at me. I panicked and suddenly all the phones in the house started ringing. This ringing sound built and built louder and louder. It scared me and I knew for sure that I had permanent tinnitus. After this short moment, which felt like a really long time, I had enough strength to locate and lift my arm. This immediately stopped all the hallucinations and I woke up, thankfully without tinnitus. Back when I was hooked on FFXI, I was playing way too much while neglecting my sleep. One evening, I went to bed stressed out 
I then spent a while tossing and turning in bed. Upon turning to my right, I was face to face with the dead body of an old man. He had some kind of scaled reptilian skin. After around five seconds, which felt much longer, he started to vanish. Then, I could feel some kind of omnipresence outside. It was super early in the morning, so it was turning light. However, the sky and natural light began to dim rapidly as this presence was making its way to my room. I could feel it growing and growing as the window went pitch black. The pure evil darkness began to seep into my room. That's when my body finally unlocked and I jumped up and got the hell out of there. I went to the bathroom and splashed cold water over my face to stop all of this onslaught. I feel I'm awake, but I feel groggy and so incredibly tired it's hard to move. Then I realize that actually I cannot move. Simultaneously, I am also acutely aware that I am in imminent physical danger. I can see a shadow in the room at the foot of my bed. It is a man with a very large knife. I know I must move to save my life, but I cannot. I hold my breath as I cannot move. I, instead, try intensely to be as still as possible. I will my heart to slow down, for fear he cannot even hear that inside my chest. He wouldn't try to stab me if I'm already dead, right? I stay this way, hardly breathing and drifting between awake and asleep and again, Eventually, the male shadow is gone and I finally feel I can let go and drift back safely into sleep. When I do wake up, I'm almost always on my side and not on my back at all. I remember waking up for no reason whatsoever. No loud noise, no touching on my body that made me wake up. Just complete silence. I set up thinking to myself that maybe I was thirsty or had to piss. But something just felt very odd. A feeling I'd never had before. I can't even explain the feeling, but certain people know the exact feeling I'm talking about. If I had to put it into words, all I could say is pure dread. I felt as if time simply didn't exist. I almost felt like the entire world just stopped. It even felt like my clock was frozen in time. I remember sitting up in a daze. As I sat up, I turned my head to the left of me, looking out of my bedroom doorway. As I peeked through... I saw a man standing there just staring at me. He had to be around seven feet tall. Not even joking here. This man wasn't hollow looking at all. No ghostly look. He looked like a human. 
completely solid, just standing there staring at me. I remember seeing the detail in the clothes and everything. He had on all black boots, kind of like Doc's, faded blue jeans and a huge puffy jacket. Very odd since it was the middle of summer, and even at night it can still be warm even in California. The jacket had a hood that was over his head. The odd thing is that I could not see his face at all, even with the dim blue light lighting him up. His face was just black, no facial features or anything, just a complete dark void where his face was supposed to be. As I sat there staring at him, I was frozen, not making a sound. I was washed over with this confusing feeling mixed with fear. I remember us just looking at each other for what seemed like minutes, but was most likely only 30 seconds. As I was looking at him, I just felt terrified. I remember all of a sudden just knocking out. I was staring at him and just slowly laid back down. Then nothing, just knocked out instantly. Complete darkness. One day I woke up in the middle of the night and I immediately realized that I couldn't move. I could not talk either and quickly realized that I was experiencing sleep paralysis. That's when I saw a person standing in the corner of my room. I got really excited, not scared, just happy to finally experience it. At some point, I woke up and thought about how cool it was, so I tried doing it again. I was really tired and I don't really remember what I did but I managed to get sleep paralysis another time. Only this time, I kept slipping into a normal dream, if there is such a thing, and back into sleep paralysis. I dreamt about a crazy naked murderer breaking into our house, and when I was back in sleep paralysis, I think I saw the murderer from my dream in the corner of my eye. Still, I was happy to experience it all. I woke up again and tried getting into sleep paralysis again. Managed to do it, and this time I did actually get scared. I remembered something I had read a few years ago about sleep paralysis, saying that a lot of people see the hat man standing in their room. I don't know why, but the thought of this really frightened me, and I woke right back up from the paralysis. Once I was awake again, I got really mad at myself for not staying in paralysis, but I thought that I would just go back one more time. This happened when I was sleeping next to my mom in a hotel room at the time, and I kept waking up between them and trying to wake her up to wake me up but I could barely move. I kept drifting in and out of the dream state, where I didn't know what to do at all. The first experience was when I floated to the ceiling of the room and saw my mom get ripped to pieces, screaming in agony as blood came pouring around the room. 
The second experience was when I saw two people standing over me and cooing me. But they had no eyes and I couldn't move and didn't know who they were. To this day, I keep seeing those same people without eyes. I was laying in my bed when I heard some noises and just assumed it was my cat running around and didn't really pay that much attention to it. I also noticed that my window blind was a little open but just thought that I forgot to close it. As I am trying to get out to close the blind, I notice that my body is very heavy. I try again but I do not move at all. At the same time, The noise outside my room starts becoming louder and closer, and it sounds like loads of people whispering, but very loud. I start getting really confused and kind of scared, thinking that I could be getting robbed. I try to reach my phone to light up the room, but I get reminded that I can't move. At this time, I start to get honestly very scared. A few seconds later, I hear the door latch and it slowly begins to open, revealing a shadowy figure. I try asking who was there, but my mouth does not respond. I start to freak out and can hear my heart beating insanely fast. I want to scream, but I can't. The shadow slowly moves across the room, getting near my bed. The whispers coming from the creature get louder and clearer. I can almost distinguish what some of the voices are saying. The shadow bends over the bed, and between all the whispers, I clearly hear my father's voice. I'm going to kill you. I get obnoxiously confused, and suddenly I notice my room is completely dark. The door is shut, and there's complete silence. I'm still scared as hell, but somewhat relieved and I notice that I can move again, but I decide not to, as that thing could still be around. Alright dear listeners, as promised, for those of you that have not heard this story on my live, this is actually a true story written by me. Here you go. The Shadow Man, written by Phoenix Fire. Darkness. Pitch black, ice-cold darkness. I have seen it now for quite some time. That night was the first time since I woke up that I realized that my room was freezing cold and darker than normal. I rolled onto my back and looked around in confusion. It was so damn dark. So pitch black dark. But I could see. It was all so clear. I looked around, still groggy from my sleep aid. There was a cabinet, a queen-sized wooden bed with a wooden nightstand next to it, a dresser with a mirror attached, and a small chair in the corner of the room. All of it felt unusual yet so familiar out of nowhere there he sat the shadow man 
I could see him sitting in the small chair in the corner of the room, towards the foot of the bed. He opened his eyes and stared at me. He had short black hair and a pale face. He wore a black coat with a red collar and black shirt underneath. He looked at me with luminous, penetrating red eyes and growled. Hello there. Would you like to leave? I froze. What did he say? Did he just ask if I wanted to leave? I remained quiet. He stood up and walked towards me. I was petrified. The fear held me prisoner under the covers as he approached me. Panic struck me like a bolt of lightning as my heart began to race. It felt like it was going to beat right out of my chest. If you would like to leave, speak now. He blustered in a baritone, hair-raising, cadaverous voice. Whatever he was, it wasn't human. Who the are you? What do you want from me? I managed to stammer out. My breathing became labored. I was sweating so much, I felt glued between the blanket and the mattress. An evil grin uncoiled across his pale face as his eyes narrowed into slits. He let out a low growl that made the hairs on the back of my neck stand at end. Long, blood-stained, razor-sharp teeth spilled over his black lips. Do you want to leave? He boomed. His voice echoed through the room so garishly, the wall shook. I was trembling so bad, I felt like I was going to piss myself. The covers were going to pulverize my ribs at any moment now, it seemed. Yes, yes, I want to leave. Let me out of here. I finally screamed. My head began to dizzy and I felt like I was going to pass out. My heart felt like it was going to burst. He ripped the covers back, grabbed my ankle, and drugged me out of bed. I was completely stiff with fear. Every muscle felt paralyzed. I could do nothing but helplessly watch from within my own body. My body hit the wall as my head thudded like a rock against the floor. The force of which I was being dragged seared a friction burn right into my back. Why couldn't I move? My vision was blurred from the sweat and tears in my eyes. Rattling. I think I hear rattling. The ringing in my ears was so loud it was hard to determine what was happening. I think he was opening a strange door that I didn't recognize. I felt a rush of bitterly cold air sweep over me, and I was yanked even harder through a doorway. You wanted to leave. Now's your chance. I will give you until the count of three. Get up and run. My body slammed into the ground, knocking the air out of me as he let me go. His footsteps were loud and heavy as he sauntered away from me, back into my apartment. I couldn't sit upright. My body was still paralyzed as I gasped for air. I looked up through blurred, teary vision 
and saw his shadow creeping back towards me. I arched my neck backward so I could peer behind me. A cloud of pitch black darkness quickly washed over me. I faintly heard him growling. One. Two. I felt myself slip from consciousness. Flashing lights. Bright, flashing lights. My head pounded and the deafening ring in my ears began to subside as I finally came to. Whoa, 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 take it easy. Just lay still and try not to take it too fast. Came a voice that I didn't recognize. What? Where am I? I asked. You're laying outside your front door. We heard screams and loud banging. It woke us up and we came over to see if you were okay. How did you end up out here? Is everything all right? As my vision finally focused, I recognized the voice talking to me. My neighbors were standing over me with flashlights. A look of fear and concern stamped their faces. Is he gone? Did you see him? I said as I slowly sat up and held my throbbing head. Mm, See who? There's no one here but you. You're soaking wet and... ah, It's freezing out here. Do you need to go to the hospital? My neighbors asked. The man, the the, the tall pale man with red eyes, he was... He was just here. I grunted. The feeling in my body came rushing back as I began moving my legs to stand up. Tall man with red eyes? What are you talking about? There's no one here but you and us. Are you sure you're okay? Maybe we need to call the police. No, no. I'm fine. I must have hit my head a little too hard. I'll be okay. Thank you for coming over and checking on me. I'll... I'll take it from here. The neighbors helped me to my feet, and I told them goodnight as they ushered me back into my apartment. I turned the lights on and saw wet streaks along the floor that trailed through the hallway. I went back to my bedroom and noticed the bedding crumpled on the floor. I plucked the pillows and blankets from the floor and made my bed. I sat on the edge of my bed trying to recollect what happened. My head was throbbing so bad. All I wanted to do was get some rest. I laid down and instantly slipped back into slumber. As I awoke the next morning, a sharp pain shot through my back. What in the hell happened last night? I felt like I'd been beaten down with a sack of bricks. I shook the fogginess from my head and started my day. That evening, when I returned home, I took one of my trazodones so that I could get a peaceful night's rest. The sleep drug rapidly set in and I finally drifted off. Sometime during the night, I rolled over onto my back. I felt an ice-cold breeze sweep over me. My eyes shot open to an eerie, pitch-black darkness. I began to panic. From the foot of my bed, I heard a deep, sinister voice snarl. Would you like to leave?
And that, dear listeners, is the end of these true sleep paralysis and the paranormal stories. If you are sleeping, I hope Slumberland is treating you kindly. If you are awake, I hope you've enjoyed this collection. Until next time, I'll read to you soon. Have yourself a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good night.
Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.